0: In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Whether you like sports or not, I think last week, Pastor Ganick laid out a great picture of what it means to be a Christian. The Christian faith is to be experienced by participation in the life of Christ. Christianity is not a spectator sport, but it's being Christ to the world. Last week, after Jesus said to his 12 disciples, I go and prepare a place for you, Thomas and Philip asked a couple questions that demonstrated a certain level of an anxiety. When Jesus leaves, does that mean that God will be absent from our lives? Will God be absent from the world? Today, though, Jesus' response to those questions is a promise that he will be with them by means of the Holy Spirit. And when that happens, each disciple will be embedded in God's life, God's action, making each disciple's life in the shape of Jesus. It will have a Jesus shape to it. I think we might have this tendency to think about when Jesus ascends into heaven... He sends the Holy Spirit to take his spot. But in verse 18, we see that Jesus isn't going to abandon them. He is not going to leave them as orphans, but he will come to them. Which simply echoes what Pastor Ganick preached last week. Jesus' life is not a spectator sport. It's not as if he's going to go to the heavenly bench to take a break, only to send in his relief pitcher, the Holy Spirit, to close out the game. Verse 21 says that Jesus intends something more for all of his disciples, including you and me. Jesus will make himself known to everyone through his people who are engaged in his mission. And what is his mission? It's a very simple word. It's love. But love, as last week, is understood in terms of obedience. Doing what Jesus does and saying what Jesus says. Because love has a Jesus shape to it. Programs, vision statements, constitutions, committees, governing boards, whatever the church does, must have love in order to be shaped like Jesus. Love doesn't necessarily need these things in order to be done. But our hope as a community is that everything we do falls in line with love. Because that's what Jesus says. Because love is what will manifest Jesus to the world. Now, it's not an abstract love. It's not invisible. But you can actually see love. Although you need to know what you're looking at. The the world will look at something, but won't see Jesus. Well, those who have belief because of the Holy Spirit will look at something and actually see Jesus. They will see Jesus present. Jesus manifests himself in the world precisely in the places where he promises to be, and today he makes a promise. That he will come to those who are doing the work of love. That he is present in those. This means that people will see Jesus when his church loves. Now, this is a great challenge for those of us who have this tendency to believe that Christianity is an abstract set of ideas, or doctrine is an abstract set of ideas as if you can simply just hand a book over to somebody, have them read it, and they become a Christian. Jesus today boldly says that those who believe love, and those who love do. This means that people need to see Jesus in order to believe in the gospel. How? Not by convincing them of an argument but by the body of Christ being active in love in this specific spot. Now There was a boy named Jerome who lived in the Dewborn Apartments on South State Street on the corner of State and 27th. and A bunch of us college kids would go down there every Sunday and teach Sunday school to the neighborhood kids. But one day Jerome came up to me and asked me, does Jesus look like you? At that time, I thought he was confused. And then, perhaps on the other side of the world, in northern Wisconsin, when I was about 10 or 12 years old, there was a boy named Jody. The reason why I remember the story is because his name was Jody. I always thought that was, at that time, it was, oh, I thought it was a girl's name only. But he was unchurched, he, he, he did not know who Jesus was, he didn't know his Bible. And at the end of the week at Bible camp, he said to our cabin that this was the first time he ever experienced Jesus. At that time, I thought he was confused, too. The thing is, though, is that love was given, love was received, and Jesus was manifested. sad thing is, is that I wasn't actually able to see it until I became a Lutheran. And I understood the sacramental nature of life. See, without the sacraments, I didn't believe Jerome and Jody because I thought Jesus was on the heavenly bench. But the Holy Spirit comes to us to make Jesus present, to make love present. And this is how it works. The Holy Spirit comes to the bread and wine And makes them Christ's body and blood. Although the world will see nothing, you will see Jesus. And then that body and blood comes to you and makes you part of Christ's body. Although the world will see nothing, you will see Jesus. And then because you believe, you love the world. And in that love, people will see Jesus. Because in love, they are brought into his presence. And then the whole thing starts all over again. Because you leave church today, love, and then you come back. But there's one great difference. There's more love in this building because there's one more person in this building. Because as you love the world, you are the means in which Love will fill it. So the simplest thing to do to enact what Jesus tells us today is to invite someone to church. Now, as we move into the new building, that will be rather easy because curiosity will probably pave the way. But as you invite someone, please remember this passage from today. Because inviting someone to church is a mark of love. Alexei Streltsov, who taught Bible study a couple weeks ago, he's a Russian pastor. I think he said it really well. He said that the best way, the greatest way that the church grows, is by someone who lovingly and joyfully invites them to church. There isn't a need for a program to facilitate this because it's simply the body of Christ who lives in the world led by the Holy Spirit sharing the good news that Jesus isn't on the heavenly bench. Rather, he is here. And he's playing really hard. He's here in church and he's here in the lives of those who believe. He's working hard here Playing hard here, and he's playing hard in your life. In spite of us, who, even though Jesus is a really good player, we're not so good. But regardless of the fact that we're not that good, we are so excited to be playing with Jesus that we can't imagine life in any other way. And because we're so excited that we're playing, with Jesus. Those around us, we invite. Because we want them to join in the fun of playing with Jesus. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.